Hey guys, it's Anthony. Just wanted to tell you about our friends real quick at Baseballism. Baseballism is a lifestyle apparel brand inspired by America's pastime, specializing in premium apparel and glove leather accessories for men, women, and children. Visit Baseballism.com and use coupon code AASports for a 15% discount on your next order. Not ready to order today? Follow Baseballism on Instagram to stay connected. Baseballism is America's brand. Welcome to the AMA Podcast. Sports Talk with your hosts, Anthony Cortez and Alex Ashby. Welcome to the ANA Sports Show. I am Anthony. As always, Alex. Welcome back, man. Dude, I know. It's been a long two weeks. It really has. It I mean, really has. Life got crazy. Schedule, work, as he's paying bills on his phone currently. <laughs> True. <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. No, life, no, no. It's okay. Life happens. I can do both. I can do, I can do, I can multitask. For any of those Archers fans out there. Archer fans, not Archers. There's only one. It's really your favorite TV show, like ever? Uh, yeah, I would have to say so. Okay. I would have to say. It's like top three. Top three? Yeah, TV shows. No, it's actually probably number one, honestly, if I'm being truthful about it. Yeah? Yeah. It's like, you know, kind of you're winding down at night when you're just ready for bed and need something to watch? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Among other ones, but yeah, Yeah. that's a pretty constant. For those of you who haven't seen it, go watch it. It's amazing. Archer. It's fucking hilarious. For those that haven't seen Breaking Bad, do the same. Sure. I don't know. <laughs> sure. I never watched it. I don't know. Yeah. Or The All Wire. Right. Welcome back, man. Seriously. I missed this. Welcome back to the listeners, too. Welcome back Thank to the listeners. Thank you guys for uh, dealing with our pause there. You probably didn't miss us at all. Not even a little bit. But hey. I wonder how many people were sitting there like, huh, I haven't gotten an alert. They yeah. haven't posted a podcast lately. Exactly, yeah. Haven't Probably seen five sh- of them. I <laughs> would hope about five. <laughs> I haven't seen their shitty posts on Facebook. What's up with that? <laughs> <laughs> like, where you guys been? Right. Where you, like, what's going on? But anyway, so Wide World of Sports has been continuing since we've been uh, we've been on a break. These are uh, some of the highlights. So in case you are one of the seven people on the planet who's actually took the time to read all of the terms and agreements from Apple and you didn't have time to watch sports, this is what you missed. Uh, number one, NCAA basketball has changed the rules. They're going to move back the three-point line, and the shot clock will restart or will reset Excuse me, on an offensive rebound. That is a true statement. Yeah, I don't... I don't know. I got nothing. I'm like, cool, okay, that's nice. I mean, that's a role change. <laughs> yeah, um, I'd be curious to see kind of how that affects anything. I don't. I really doubt it'll have much effect, but I mean, I'll be curious. I wonder what it'll reset to with the shock, because you know, I think in the NBA, like or something, oh, some league, I think it doesn't it, reset to the full time. I think it's set. I think 24, 24, something like I that. I think. What's the regular shot clock? 30, 30, 30 and 30? then 24. Yeah. See, okay, I, that makes sense. I think. I thought they were doing it for like the full 30. I was like, that's gonna take for fuck ever. You could just. Yeah, I could be wrong. Dominate a game if you have one large dude. Yeah. I could be wrong, so don't quote me. But I probably am wrong. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyways, uh, this is kind of old news, but we still have to mention it. Dallas Keuchel signed with the Braves on a one-year deal worth $13 million, And Craig Krimbrell, uh signed with the Cubs as well. Who do you think is going to be more useful to their team? Do you think Krimble, Kim Kimbrell signing to the Cubs will Keuchel. be? You think Keuchel to the Braves? Keuchel. Why? Starter. Um... I think overall he's had better numbers. Kid Krimble's, uh or Kim Brohl, sorry. I know he won the World Series last year with the uh, Red Sox, but uh, kind of lost his touch as a closer. And I don't know. Just, I don't know. I, I, just, I seem to think that uh, 
Kimbrell will be a little more effective because the Cubs needed a closer. You know what I'm saying? They have an okay starting rotation, but Fair. they give up runs. Yeah. It would seem they give up a lot of runs. Yeah. So I'd be curious to see. But I, I mean, I do think that Dallas Keckel was an extraordinary sign. Like, yeah. I think that's going to, that for sure is going to win their division, but I think this is just going to make the Cubs. Right. Like, I think the Cubs were already going to win. I had heard rumors that Keiko might have been going to the Yankees, and I was not okay with it. Eh. I mean, didn't he, wouldn't he have to shave the beard? Probably. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I think that, yeah, yeah, he would. That would be sad. It's, in, uh, it's pretty, I think we've talked about it before. It's in the contract, right? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was that kind suck. of like, they told him, uh, they probably told him, hey. You gotta, and he's like, uh-uh. No. Uh-uh. No. That's like his trademark. I know? mean, yeah. It's like James Harden. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. So FIFA Women's World Cup is finally moving on. Uh, we won't get too much into that, but it's going to be a fairly interesting um, go for uh, the women's national team who have been fucking killing it. Yeah, they have. Women's national team. Um, so a couple of the big things. Uh, the U.S. Women's National Team has now made it to the round of 16. Will they move on to play Spain? Uh, they did win their group, defeating Sweden 2-0. to zero. Uh, defeating uh, Thailand 13-0, to zero, and that's all you really need to know. You only need to win two out of the three. Um, so, you know, congratulations to the women's national team. We'll see how they go from there. Um, we'll talk about them a little bit later in the show. Uh, but moving on, Nadal grabs his 12th French Open. Do you know this dude has been playing professional tennis basically since 1999? That's pretty insane. He's I, fucking winning 20 years later. Yeah. The dude's insane. That's one really interesting thing about tennis, much like golf. Some of the old heads seem to be the best still. And you have to keep in amazing shape. Yeah, you really do, though. Tennis is not easy. Yeah, you really do. It's, like, nowhere near easy. And, like, Serena had, like, two kids. Yeah. And she's back and just fucking killing it again. I have have a lot of respect for tennis players. Yeah, for sure. And golfers, for that matter, too. That's stupid. Lauren and I have dabbled in tennis a little bit. Mm. Granted, we're we're both not very good, but I mean it's fun, right? And it's you have to be in amazing shape, yeah. And for you know to keep playing for twenty years and yeah, and stay at the top of the game for twenty years. Like we've been hearing about Nadal, yeah. As far as tennis is concerned, and and to probably have the discipline to diet, you know, for that long to keep in. Dude, I don't have discipline to diet for like a day. No, don't. Yeah, it's terrible, dude. I'm like, dude, it's terrible. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Congrats to him. Tony Parker, retiring after 18 seasons, mm-hmm. announced it to the, uh, I want to say it was the, oh, man, who was it? It doesn't matter. Anyways, he announced it in his home here in San Antonio. Um, and I, we actually saw this this morning. Lauren sent it to me. He's going to be actually re- working for a uh, financial uh, advisory firm called North Rock something. Nice. So he's going to take over their sports and uh, like media and arts kind of division. Nice. So yeah. That's probably why he decided to retire. He had something lined up. Probably. You know. know? So, But that's cool. Good for him. Yeah. He's still uh, making that money, staying useful, staying relevant. He said he, you know, he can still probably play. He just, he's, can't yeah, com- he can't compete for a title anymore. Right. I was about to say, and you don't want to be the backup anymore. Exactly. He's done too many great things in his career to truly like settle. Exactly. You know, so. St. Louis Blues. Congrats to the St. Louis Blues. Beating the Boston Bruins. L-O-U-I-S. They beat the Boston Bruins in seven to win the Stanley Cup final. First final victory for the St. Louis Blues. Congratulations, guys. It was well-deserved. Great season. Because they were, like, the worst team in the NHL in January. Were they? Yeah. And then came back, came all the way back. (laughs) 
to and win. I, uh, I believe the, the goalie played for the ramp for the rampage at one point. Nice, did he? Yeah, nice. That's I believe badass. so. Nice. That's I was, cool. I was following the Blitz guys on Twitter, and uh, I believe I believe one of them said it. Nice. Or somebody said it. So. Fair enough. Hey, yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. Um. Ad finally got his wish to go to the Lakers. He did. A part of a trade that we unfortunately don't have the information to. They gave up the fucking farm. They, they gave, gave up basically everybody but LeBron. <laughs> I think it was Kuzma, Hart, and uh, Ingram. Yeah, I, I think. I think maybe a draft pick too or something like that. Yeah. Again, doesn't really matter. It's not really going to help. The Pelicans too terribly much. I mean, they got Zion in the, for the first round of the draft. They got Zion, which is excellent. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, they're getting all these. Did you watch the draft? No. No? No. Dude, his reaction was. I watched his reaction. It was pretty, tough. It was pretty heartwarming. Yeah, for yeah. sure. No, for sure. You know? I wonder if he was crying because he was got drafted first round, first pick. It was a dream come true. Or if he's crying because he realized that he was going to have to go to the Pelicans. I think the so. first part. I think maybe a little bit of column A, a little column B. <laughs> well, yes, I'm he's going fulfilling to his, He's fulfilling his dream. Yeah, for sure. But he had the chance to go to the Knicks. <laughs> like, I would much rather take the Knicks. Where his buddy RJ just went. So yeah. RJ, well, that would be good. John Morant went uh, second to the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh-huh. And then uh, the gentleman who was injured for the longest time, I can't remember his last name, he got drafted after that to the Cavs. And then basically everyone else who gets drafted. Let's find out. It's like, on. whatever. Well, not, it doesn't matter. Y'all can go look it up. Yeah. You know. it's, the problem with the NBA draft is pretty much one through five is the important group. And then everybody else is kind of just like, eh. um, the gentleman from Texas Tech went to uh, the Dallas Mavericks. Yes, he did. Yeah. I was very yeah. surprised at Jarrett, how. Jarrett? Jarrett? Culver. Cor- Corver? What's his first name? Uh, Jarrett. Jarrett Culver? I want to okay. say Culver. I want to say... Uh, yeah, but he went to the Dallas Mavericks, which is awesome. Uh, oh, Texas Tech also signed a guy from uh, a baseball to uh, the Rangers, uh, which I found interesting. Speaking of Texas Tech, these fucking sports programs out of Tech right now are fucking killing it. They are. You know who else is fucking killing it? <laughs> Auburn, dude. I love, I love how far you are. That's fucking crazy, though. We Okay, Texas Tech has been like the redheaded stepchild of the Big 12 for like its entire career wish, and all of a sudden their sports are like the leaders in things I wish they, had a, they had fucking Patrick Mahomes who's now a fucking killer quarterback they had Cliff Kingsbury who's now an NFL coach their baseball team is one two games away from college world series their football team was I mean you know it was okay um, you know, their basketball team made it to the Elite Eight. They had to play Michigan, final which four. is our final four, which is also interesting that they're playing Michigan. Yeah. No, they didn't make it to the final four, did they? Final four. They lost. They lost. Dude, they lost in the championship game. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they did, didn't they? Yeah, dumbass. Yeah. Uh, Against to uh, uh, another guy who won Virginia. Yeah, they won their first basketball championship too. There's a lot of firsts this year in sports. I've noticed <laughs> there is. But Auburn has also been killing it. Their baseball team made it to College World Series. Their football team made it to a New, uh, New Year's Six Bowl game. Their basketball team made it to the Elite Eight. Like their ba- like their sports programs are fucking killing it too. Good time to be at those schools. Yeah, go Auburn. And a good friend of mine just got uh, accepted into Auburn. Hey. Yeah. My cousin is going to Texas Tech. Nice. Right on. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. So those are the fired up you were about it. Dude. It's crazy, dude. It's You're so like, cool to see. You know what's fucking extraordinary? Texas Tech is killing it. They are, dude. <laughs> I don't like tech, but like, fuck, they're killing it for Texas sports right now. Yeah, they are. Like, they're fucking killing it. Yeah. You know? Uh, by the way, it was Jarrett Culver. Yeah. Who went to the Mavericks? Yeah. I had like... What? Fifth, fifth, uh, no, sixth overall. I was like six, I think. Yeah. So just for all these who that didn't, I I have it pulled up. John Morant went to uh, the Memphis Grizzlies at number two overall. 
RJ Barrett, another Duke star, went to the Knicks at three overall. DeAndre Hunter went to the Hawks at four. Uh, Darius Garland went to the Cavs at five. Jarrett Culver to the Wolves at six. Kobe White out of North Carolina went to the Bulls at seven. Jackson Hayes out of Texas, Longhorns, um, went to the Pelicans at number eight. Rui, I can't say his last name, but he's from Japan, out of Gonzaga, went to number nine, uh, went to the Wizards at number nine. Cam Reddish out of Duke went to uh, the Hawks at 10. Um, Cameron Johnson out of North Carolina went to the Suns at, at 11. Um, all the rest down. And then the Spurs at number 19 picked Luka Samanic out of Croatia. Um, a lot of mixed feelings about that. Not from me, but from San Antonians on Twitter about that. Because uh, they, they had some pretty good people on the board, but... Hey, they went with they went with a Croatian. I don't know. Luca has been killing it. Yeah, yeah. They have a good national team too. They do. They have a good basketball league over there as well. Plus, the Spurs are kind of known for dipping in that international, international pool. pool. Yeah, for you know? sure. So it's like it. Dio, Parker, exactly. Manu. Yeah, it doesn't really surprise Tiago. me. Tiago wouldn't Tiago from somewhere else? Wouldn't from Tiago Australia was or something? Spain. Spain. Okay. Yeah. Pau Gasol was from Spain. España. Uh, Patty Mills is from Australia. Australia. Uh, who else? There was wasn't there somebody else from Australia for a while? Aaron Baines. Baines, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we like our international players. Why? <laughs> I don't know why we're surprised by this. What the fuck? Oh wait, that's what. Okay. Oh, uh, that's what they do. That, yeah, that that yeah. that actually fits. Yeah, fair enough. What I love about it is like people are like, we had fucking Brandon Clark, we had Nasir Little, we had everybody on the board, and we choose a guy international. I'm like. Do you not know who our head coach and our GM are? Yeah, like, that's kind of what we do. It's you know, it's like it's what we've been doing the past twenty years. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we stay with that. We found a guy named Manu Ginobili in the second round. Look how that turned out. Right. I'm not saying this is going to be like that. Right. Fair enough. Know. Fair enough. Well, talking about basketball. Talking about basketball. Let's talk a little bit about the NBA Finals. Let's do it. So the Raptors win their very first title in franchise history. Kawhi Leonard, to no surprise, to hopefully anybody was named the MVP of those finals. Um, so what did you think about the overall series? I mean, like what were your kind of general thoughts? Um, fun to watch. I watched as much as I could with work and all that, but, um, fun to watch. Um, uh, I thought it was interesting that the injuries came into play as well. Um, it's just, I, I didn't like how, the injuries came into play in a way that like it made the it made it an easy like it made it seem like an easier path for the Raptors. Because I do think the Raptors earned it. The Raptors won it. It just injuries are a part of the game, so but fun to watch. I mean I I didn't I wasn't disappointed. Right. You know? So I was so I'll agree with you on some of it. It was fun to watch. It was very interesting at least. Mm-hmm. Um but I do think that you cannot talk about these finals without talking about the injuries. Of course. And if your best players are all injured, that does pave a much easier path for any opposing team. Of course it does. You know? Of course it does. Um, some say that's why Golden State won some of their other championships because key guys for other teams got hurt. Um, you know, but I mean, when arguably one of the best basketball players on the planet goes down in Kevin Durant, your team's going to change. Of course. When your only other big guy, your only other true big guy gets hurt, got a chest injury, that's going to pave an easier path. Of course. When arguably the best spot shooter 
goes down with an ACL injury, comes back onto the floor, shoots two free throws, and then goes back into the tunnel after actively trying to convince the coach that he's good to play. Tells him, I just need two minutes and I'm good. Yeah, that... With a fucking torn ACL. Yeah, that's just ridiculous. But you see what I'm saying? Though? Like, yeah. you can't talk about it without... Mention it. Yeah, yeah, you absolutely like, can. I do think it paved an easier path. I don't think it would have gone quite so easily for them had they had all those tools, regardless. So you know what I'm saying? It. Because Boogie Cousins was also playing with an injury. He just came back from a torn quad. Yeah. You know, which I found interesting because when he was playing for the Pelicans, he had a bruised thigh. He was out for like months and months and months and months and months. Mm -hmm. And then he comes to Golden State with a chance to win a ring. Tears his quad and then comes back in like <laughs> a couple weeks. Yeah. Just shows just shows you something. But anyway. Exactly. I do think that it paved a much easier path. If the entire team is hurt and you're playing with your backups, like, yeah, that's going to be fucking tough. Steph Curry can't do it by himself. Can't. That's one thing that we learned about this game. And <sighs> I think a lot of people kind of knew it on some level also, but Steph Curry can't be the only guy. No. Like, he's not, you, you can't win like that. Granted, you have Draymond Green, uh, Sean Livingston and, and Draymond Green was killing it. He was the whole. I mean, he had almost a triple double. Yeah, for the whole fucking thing. Andre like, Iguodala as well. You know, but also injured. Can't do it all on your own. Yeah, you just can't. Yeah. Do you think it speaks? To, not speaks, but do you think it uh, says something? I mean, five year run, three years, three straight years in the finals. Bodies just wear down. You think that's just like I know it's part of the game and. No doubt, injuries played played the effect. Like you, like you're right. You can't talk about this finals without mentioning that. Mm -hmm. Oh well, the Warriors. You know, they just kind the of whole fucking squad was gone. Yeah, it's like the Yankees of basketball. But in your mind, like, how does it look after a five year run? KD and Clay are most likely out for KD for sure. Probably out all next season. Clay, maybe probably all out next season. Honestly, yeah. If he knows eh. what's good for him, yeah, maybe. So you want to completely get that shit as back to close to 100 as you can yeah like so i mean that'll no doubt play a, a role next season as well mm -hmm. but consider how long these guys have been doing this do you think that has any kind of i don't know um like do you think it just says anything like the bodies naturally wear down like do you think it says something about strength and conditioning well i mean of course everybody's body's naturally kind of wear down. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? I mean, they take the time to build them back up and they wear them down and build them back up. But I mean, you see LeBron and he's kind of in his in stages of his career. He's not quite the same player, his body. I mean, he was injured for the first time in 16 years yeah. this season. Yeah. That's intense. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He's played his entire career, never really been injured. Mm -hmm. Like that just goes to show how well he takes care of his body. I mean, you look at Steph, who's got weak ankles and we all know it. He's had weak ankles. That was a big question mark coming out of college. Right. And, you know, uh, the clay injury is not anything that you could have prepared for. Nope. You just landed wrong. Nope. Uh, again, DeMarcus Cousins, his injury was not a con it was a non-contact injury, so it's not really on him. Dude, it fucking blew my mind hearing that he tore his ACL. Like I saw <laughs> which one? Uh, clay. Oh, okay. Like I yeah. saw. I saw. Like I didn't see. I see, I didn't see it happen. But I saw the aftermath, mm -hmm. and then I like apparently yeah, I saw him going to the tunnel, and then he came back onto the floor to shoot free throws. Right, did not retain. If yeah, he, if you he, know the only other guy to have ever done that is Kobe. Yeah, he pulled a fucking black mamba move. Yeah, from, like he was like, <laughs> "Fuck your shit." Exactly. But it like this just blows my mind knowing that he had a torn ACL. 
I knew guys in high school, and I told you this in private, but I knew guys in high school that did that that couldn't even walk after the fact. I'm like, right. fucking seriously? Yeah. Dude, he's a tough dude. He's a fucking tough dude. Yeah. Like, you know? And you saw uh, even Kevin Durant. is uh, Kevin Durant earned some some respect from me in so much as that he came back to play Yeah. after a strain like that. Like, yeah. that's tough. Yeah. And then he came out and then fucked his whole leg up in the first couple of minutes. So there's been some question about that. There has. Why did he come back? Was he being pressured by the coaches? Did he put it on himself? The question more or less is who's to blame, which I think is kind of a double-edged sword. I don't think there's anyone to blame. I don't think there really is either. I don't think, I don't think any- you can blame anybody. You can't anybody. put that on him, and you can't put that on the Warriors. Right. Like, there's just... The Warriors want him to play because they want him to get better, or they want to be better. He wants to play because he wants to compete. He's a competitor. The doctor said, you're good to go. Yeah. My, okay, my, if I had to blame anybody, if I did truly have to blame somebody, I would have to blame the coaching staff or the medical. Actually, no, I'd probably go medical staff because he played in very controlled environments to test to see if he could come back. Yeah. But you don't play in a controlled environment when you're actually out on the floor. Your body does things that you don't do in practice on the floor when right. you're actually competing against somebody like Kawhi Leonard. Right. You know what I'm saying? And they didn't necessarily test him for that. They were kind of like, ah, well, you can do... It's hard to test, though, for a real-life environment in practice. Well, but you scrimmage. I mean, you do. You just put them in a scrimmage. You say, look, beat them in a scrimmage. You know what I'm saying? You got to take it a little bit easy, sure, but like... I don't even think he was scrimmaging. I think he was just taking shots, catching the ball, taking shots, doing some running. Didn't he do two on two? I thought he did, or like something. I thought he did something small, but. But again, my point is you're going against. It was controlled. Right. Yeah. And you're going against Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Who's arguably the best, one of the best defensive players, if not the best defensive player in the league right now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like that's tough. So I would have to blame them for maybe not, I don't know. Because if he's I, not there, I don't know if they win that game. And if they don't win that game, then I don't know if they keep playing long enough for him to come back in 100% healthy. Right. I can't blame anyone. It's, I'd have just left him out, honestly. It's just... I'd have just said, dude, you're done for the series. I thought he was legitimately done. I, I thought he, I thought he was legitimately done, and they just yeah. didn't want to say it. I thought yeah. it was just like, oh, we'll keep it on the back burner just to, you know, just right. to fuck just with Toronto. Case, right. Um, yeah. But I was like, there's no chance. Yeah. Because what was screwing with me was, at first, it was everybody said it was a calf injury. But, I mean, if you go back and look at the original injury, it's pretty, it's lower than the calf. So, I mean. But he's got a long-ass calf. He that does. dude's lanky as fuck. He does. <laughs> like, he does. Yeah. <laughs> he's dummy long. Yeah. I, I, I legitimately thought he was done. I, uh, I mean, I, don't, I can't blame anyone, man. It, it, the man wanted to compete. He knew his body. If he if he knew he was if he knew he felt good enough, how can you blame him? How can you you know point him wrong? It's it's a tough situation to sit down and tell a guy like I know you want to compete and I know we're in the NBA Finals and I know it's Game Six, but you need to shut yourself down and save yourself. Right. When but somebody's got to be that guy. Somebody's got to be dad. Somebody's got to be like, no, this is what's best for you. It's hard, and a grown man, everybody's alpha as fuck. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Somebody's got to do it. Yeah. Not gonna be happy about it, but like, you got to deal with it. 
Right. You're, you you want to play for the four minutes, get 11 points, or I'm miss not, all of next season? I'm you not saying, saying they should have done that because it's... I think they should have sat him. I don't think they should have let him play. Eh. I think, that, yeah, because, again, now you're missing all of next season. Yeah. For the, what? And, I mean... Like, for the five minutes that you played? As much as it sucks to think <clears> about, <throat> that impacts your the rest of your career. Oh, for sure. Because... That, that impacts everything, too, though. I mean, that impacts... Uh, his I, trade status, if he's going to go to New York, that affects how much money he's going to make right now if he does get re-signed by the Warriors because the Knicks are like, fuck that. We don't yeah. know what you're going to be like when you come back. Right. Same with uh, uh, Clay. Like, I know he wants to stay with Golden State. But they're going to, yeah. But now they can drop his contract if they really want to. You're going to miss a lot of time there, sport. We're going to pay you for a year that you're not going to play. We're not going to pay you that much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, it impacts a lot. It does. You know what I'm saying? Well, here's one for you. Let me ask you this. In your opinion, which do you think would have been better for basketball? If the Raptors had won or if the Warriors had actually ended up winning? Well, the Raptors already did win. Right. But I'm saying, like, yeah. it, which would have been better for basketball, in your opinion, if the Raptors won or if Golden State won? See, the problem with this is I don't think there's an either-or answer. Because it's all opinion-based. But well, that's why I said in your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> in your opinion. I think it's good for basketball that the Raptors won. I okay. do. I why do. is that? Basketball, as we talked about last night, was invented in Toronto by a Canadian, which I did not know. That was news to me. So, very cool. It's very cool and special that it came full circle for them. They've been in the playoff scene for the past... Five more years, five longer years, five. I feel like they've been in. Been in for a while. I feel like they've been in the conversation. They've been in the East. Yeah, three, four years. Five yeah, years. for the past few seasons mm-hmm. with Demar and all that, Kyle Lowry and Kyle Lowry and all those guys. Um, and so for them to finally get over the hump is pretty cool. Is you know is it, that that's special. Mm-hmm. It's not easy winning an NBA championship. No, it's not. So I think for them it's really cool. Um, because they're not only representing Toronto, they're representing Canada. And I know we talked about this privately and last night, and you said, but "How many people in Canada actually care about it, though?" I bet a lot more than you think, man. I really do. Mm. I think it's probably only Toronto. I get it that you know basketball is here, and the NBA is what it is, and we have twenty nine teams and one in Canada. But I bet a, probably a lot more than you think. I mean, really do. I mean, I just think about the city, like we said before the series, before we, before the series started. You know, like take it all in. We had no like before the injuries. We thought, oh, this is this is over in six, easy. You know, Warriors taking in six. But I mean, fuck, injuries are a part of the game. Things happen, and now the Raptors are NBA champions, and that's that's fucking cool for the city of Toronto. You know, well, it's cool for any city who wins. Yeah, but. I think it's. I think it helps. Um, but why is it better that a country won versus like a team? Like you're saying, like it's cool. It, the reason it's better is because it's all of Canada. But why is that? I, well, okay. To back to not back off your point, but to um, to argue the point you were making last night. Oh no, about- no, no. I, I have a kind of a different point a little bit than my last night's point. Okay. So, I'm, but I'm talking about your point right now. Right. So why is it better for basketball if Canada wins the championship? 
Because it was invented there? That's for one. I mean... It, but how does that help the NBA? That's just a cool side note. It is cool, though. I didn't know that. That's That was news yeah. to me when you told me that. I mean, it doesn't necessarily help the NBA, but, it, I mean, it's it's conversation. The NBA in general, I mean, is is helped by this because people are talking about it. I don't think it's going to be a point... I don't think it's going to be a thing where, you know, people forget about this in five years. I mean, I just... It's, that's just me. But I think it adds to the conversation. I think... Warriors are who they who they were, and for five years they've been the fucking monsters of the NBA. No one could beat them. Well, they finally came down to earth, and well, the Cavs beat them. The Cavs beat them. Yeah, but you know, you know what I mean. Like they were yeah. the monsters. Uh, yeah, they, they were they the monsters. Were, they had the target on their back. They the were undestructible, basically. Right. And just due to the way of life, they felt injuries and they lost this season. I mean, it's just. I think it. I think Toronto winning. As it's kind of a one and done kind of thing that this seems like that, that this feels like why probably gone. Mm-hmm. Who knows what else they do in the off season? But for them to get over the hump, to for them to beat the monsters of the NBA, injury aside alone, I think it's pretty cool. I think it just adds to the conversation of the NBA. I don't think the NBA is going to hurt from this. No, I don't think it's actually going to hurt either. But what conversation is it adding? In your just, opinion, it just keeps it just I don't know keeps conversation alive. And I mean, because if anybody won, there'd be conversation. Yeah, but okay. So now let me answer your question. So I think that it would have been better for basketball had the Warriors won. I do still agree with that point. Yeah, and the reason I think it was better is because the conversation there would have been more conversation about it. I think if the Warriors would have won, because people care about dynasty. Same about LeBron, though. Yeah. When everybody, when LeBron got, for the first time, feels like for him for fuck ever, because it was the first time for fuck ever, LeBron James didn't make the playoffs. So everybody had to find something to talk about. Mm-hmm. So they were the big guys. Now the Warriors are the big guys. They're the ones that we all talk about. And as I'm looking at all of this, uh, all this media covering the, the NBA Finals, I don't see much about Toronto, I only see conversations that are arising from the Warriors. Yeah. The injuries. Who's going where next year? Is the dynasty over? Are they broken? X, Y, and Z. Kawhi. Right. How do you feel about Kawhi? Where's Kawhi going? Yeah. Now he might be going to the West. What's yeah. going to happen when you have to face him four times or whatever amount of times, because you're now in the same area, the same conference, the same. Is it going to make it easier for the Warriors to get to the finals or not? You know, is Kawhi the power balance to stop the Warriors and these guys? That's a lot of conversation about the Warriors. We all agree Kawhi's gone, and five bucks says the Raptors don't make it out of the second round next year if they don't have Kawhi. Yeah. Because they got rid of the piece. You know, they got rid of DeMar DeRozan, who was the one who was getting them there. Yeah. And now they got rid of the guy who's going to, or not got rid of, but they're losing the guy who... They went all in for one season and one. Right. So that that's not as impressive, I guess, in my... in My my brain says it's not as impressive. You can go in for all season and win, congratulations. These guys have been going all in for good. Yeah. And that's been proven by the fact that they've won, you know, four out of the last six championships or some super like that. Yeah. That's more impressive. So my brain says it's better for basketball had they won, and not even because of where they are or who Canada cheers for or whatever the case is. 
but because there would have been more, because it seems like this was like a last ditch effort. It's like, if we don't do this, then fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As opposed to like, this is sustained winning. That's harder than I think it is for the Raptors. I think winning multiple times, making it to the finals all these times, that's more difficult. So that's more conversation worthy. Yeah, no doubt. Like sustainable success is difficult. Right. You know? But that's why. That's more. Messiah took a chance and it paid off. I mean, yeah. That's just. Yeah. He got his one shot and he got it. And now it's done. Like the book is closed. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, "Ah, who gives a shit? The book's closed now. It'd been better for the Warriors because that book stays open. Even if they lost, that book stays open. Yeah. How well do you think the Warriors do next season? KD out, Clay out. Uh, I think it'll be much more difficult for them. Yeah. Um, I would be curious to see kind of how they uh, kind of develop some of their young guys, how they utilize some some other players. Uh, you know, the- what kind of role is Steph going to take? What kind of role is Draymond going to take? What kind of role is Iguodala going to take? Boogie going to take? Yeah. Even though Boogie might be gone. You know what I'm saying? What kind of role is... Was uh, he on a one-year? I think he might have been. Yeah? I think so. I'm not sure exactly, but he still might be gone, though. I mean, they might drop him just for contract sake. Right. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'd be, I, that, I, I think it'll be more difficult. I mean, I think they still make the playoffs, of course. I think they still, you know... Plus, it would have been a great story to see the Warriors win in their building for the last... Like, the championship in that building for the last time they're ever going to play in that building. Yeah, that would have been, been cool. cool. Yeah, you know I'm saying what a great set, like yeah. send out. But anyway, just like it'd be cool for the Rangers to somehow pull something out of their ass and win to win it in the last year. Yeah. <laughs> no fucking way. That ain't gonna happen. Not a chance. Yeah. But anyway, so okay, so let's talk about this a little bit. We'll move on to this next topic here. Yeah. So, as Kawhi has been playing in the playoffs, San Antonio has very mixed feelings about this. They have mixed drinks about feelings about this. <laughs> On one hand, masturbation feels good. <laughs> <Get it? laughs> just on the one hand. <laughs> on the other hand, it's just empty. Uh, so on the one hand, San Antonio is very like, you know, a lot of, there are a lot of Kawhi fans in San Antonio. This is kind of where he started. So a lot of people really like him. They enjoy his play style. They like, you know, I have a buddy, Eli, who was a huge fucking Kawhi fan. Eli Loves Young? the dude. You huh? know Eli Young? <laughs> I wish. Uh, <laughs> Gonna say. But no, that'd be cool. But uh, uh, one of these days, I'll have like famous friends where I can be like, oh, you know, my buddy George, George, who? Oh, it's, you know, probably, I don't know, George Strait. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, <laughs> but he's a huge Kawhi fan. So he's super proud of Kawhi for everything that he's done. And then I have my other buddy who's like, Fuck that dude and his mom. <laughs> He's like, you betrayed us. Fuck you. Fuck your family. Fuck Toronto. Fuck Southern California. Fuck your braids. Fuck you. And I'm like, that's really hostile. That's very hostile. That's very hostile. Very hostile. And then I have friends who are in the middle like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. So that's very mixed reactions from San Antonio. Now, the question that I pose is, should San Antonio rejoice Kawhi's success? Because if you kind of think about it, we gave him the foundation for everything that he's going to be. As a basketball player. Mm-hmm. It was the Spurs facilities, the Spurs players. Developmental staff, which the is arguably staff. the best in the league. You have one of the greatest coaches of all time. You have one of the best GMs of all time. You have one of the most loving fan bases of all time. In a pretty good city. 
Yeah. We kind of gave him that foundation. Tim Duncan, Mono Ginobili, Tony Parker, all these guys helped build him up to the kind of player that he could be. And if you look at his stats from the time he entered the league, now granted, I'm not taking anything away from him. He had to work hard. Yeah. He had to put the time in. He had to take the shots. He had to work on the defensive end of the ball. Of course. But we gave him that platform. So should we rejoice his success and take almost some kind of credit in it, like a shitty parent? Not a shitty parent, but a parent who lives vicariously through his children? Or should we, you know, lament his success and be like, yeah, well, fuck you. Thanks for doing it somewhere else. In my opinion, I think we should be excited. We're the ones who got them to where they're going. Yeah, there's definitely. We're the ones who set him up for success. We sent him to the East. And that was going to be an easy fucking road. Now, granted, it was kind of in the benefit of us. But at the same time, we gave him an all but straight shot to the NBA finals. Pretty much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We got a good player in return. We did our thing. We made it to the playoffs. We took the number two seed to seven games. You we know. did what we had to do. We did. But we're the ones who kind of, you know, set him up for the success that he has. Kind of. Again, not taking anything away from him. Yeah. So, but what, like, what do you think? A little bit of both. I think as well. Um, as I told you in private, I, I'm indifferent to it now. It's just it is what it is. He's gone. I mean, if he doesn't want to be here, he doesn't want to be here. If he, you know, if it's right. if it's more of a family pushing him kind of thing, and it's like, oh, let's then go to sure, you fine, know, fuck it, whatever, whatever. Yeah. yeah, we don't really know because the man won't say anything. That's what bothers me the most. But fuck it. I mean, if you don't want to say anything, you don't have to. No one's making you. It just kind of feels like you have to because you play in the NBA and you're, you know, you have your media availability and, you know, naturally we would expect people to fucking say we would want, um, we would want them to say expectations are the reason why your feelings are hurt. They didn't say anything. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm indifferent to it, but, um, it's a little bit of both for me. It's, I think, yes, we did make him into the player that he is today. We, well, we contributed a lot. Right. It was our developmental staff. Like yeah, the, five years or something like that here? Huh? How long did he spend in San Antonio? Ooh. It's like five, five six? Something, something like that? Yeah. Something Close like to that. five. Yeah. Um, so, yes, we, I mean, we made him who he is. We helped contribute. And Grant, like you said, you know, don't take anything away from him. He put in the work. He, like he became the finals MVP. We didn't do that. Exactly. You know, he loves basketball. Right. It's, that's pretty easy to tell. Right. I think if you reject the success, if you say fuck that guy and everything he did, it's more of a standpoint because you're you're set on the mindset. I can't speak for everyone, but you're set on the mindset that this dude basically sabotaged a team. We had a like the Spurs plan. The Spurs had a plan to to give this guy the keys to the organization, and that was pretty much it. We didn't have like a backup plan in place. And this guy comes around and says. I don't want to be here anymore. I'm injured, but I don't want to be here anymore. So please trade me. That comes out of nowhere for a team. And well, that wasn't nowhere. That was a long time coming. With the injuries, with all that involved, like it was a whole year of like ill tensions. But still, okay, not coming out of nowhere, but how much time do you really have to prepare for a plan that or a backup plan when you when you this guy is the you know, is the next face of the franchise. Like, we're, like you want to make this guy the next face of the franchise, and then all of a sudden, he kind of ghosts you, and then he, then he comes and says, I want to be traded. But should we not have had a backup plan 
in the first place? Maybe not. Maybe maybe so. I would feel like you should always kind of like I would feel like an organization who's worth their weight should have a backup plan for just about everything. But that's just my opinion. That's a different yeah. that's a different topic. But anyway, yeah. so keep going. So yeah, if you reject it, I totally understand that. I totally get it. This guy this guy basically forced his way out and I mean, it's it wasn't hard watching him win it for me. It just Yeah, I, I didn't have any I, I it wasn't like I was impressed if nothing else. Yeah. Cuz the man put in fucking work yeah. this entire playoff series. Mm-hmm. I mean, he averaged 30 points in multiple different series. That shit was insane. You know what I'm saying? It's not easy to do. No. So I think we should rejoice. It's just my opinion. Uh, you know, like I said, we've laid the foundation blocks, but I mean, you, I think we should always rejoice in people's success unless there's just out and out villains. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> I read this list the other day. It cracked me up. I think I sent it to you. It was like, you know, um, I was talking about the 10 most villainous players and in sports you did send it to me yeah and you know one of the players got who got voted was luis suarez and he's known for biting a guy uh he bit a guy a a national player when he was playing for argentina uh you know there's a couple other guys on that list you know uh ronaldo and x y and z just these villains Mm. and somebody commented on it and they were like didn't OJ Simpson and Austin uh, Austin that. Pistorius like actually kill people. Yeah, aren't they like actual villains? <laughs> <laughs> Cracked me up. Yeah. So Kawhi is not a villain. He hadn't killed nobody, as far as we're aware. Nah. Anyway, moving on. Let's talk a little soccer. Soccer. A little football. A little football. A little football, Ferta. A little women's soccer, Ferta. So for all of those who do not know, which. Is a lot. Is a lot, I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, maybe less than before, considering what happened. But for those of you who don't know, uh, the Women's FIFA World Cup is going on right now, and it's been pretty exciting up to this point so far. There's been some interesting uh, changes, some cool things that have happened. Um, so looking at the round of 16, which is now the knockout round, uh, we have Germany versus Nigeria, Sweden versus Canada, Italy versus China, the Netherlands versus Japan, Norway against Australia, England and Cameroon, France versus Brazil, France being the host nation, and Spain versus the United States. So a couple of key points in here. Nigeria and Cameroon, for the first time in FIFA Women's World Cup, two countries from Africa have made it into the knockout round. That's really exciting to see that the country of Africa is having an increased success rate for their women's national programs. That's that's really exciting. Uh, Brazil, uh, they uh, have a player who has scored 17 goals in all FIFA competitions, FIFA World Cup competitions, mm. which is more than any other player on the planet, male or female. She Damn. has scored more goals in a FIFA World Cup than anybody else on the planet. So congratulations to her. Um, of course, some of the highlights, Germany's been playing well, Sweden's been playing well, the Netherlands been playing well, Australia's been playing very well, England, France, and the United States has been playing exceptionally well. Now, they've had some quarters where they haven't looked so hot, but which team hasn't? So, like I said, France will go on to play Spain in the round of 16. Or, no, excuse me, France will play Brazil, and the United States will play Spain. With, of course, the expectation that, you know, this next game will more or less be the World Cup. But that's a... Anyway. 
So here's what we wanted to talk about when it comes to this. The United States women's national team beat the country of Thailand 13-0 to zero in their first game in this World Cup. First, group, first game in their group stage, which the United States did move on to win. Have a fucking score. 13-0. to zero. Now, there's been a lot of controversy around this. Because, number one, the women's national team scored 13. 13. <laughs> That's like insult to injury. But what made it worse is that they celebrated choreographically after every goal. I don't. I think that's a word. Choreographically? It is now. Sure. Yo, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. They celebrated with a very particular celebration, one that they practiced. Did they? After every goal. I didn't watch the game, so okay. That's news to me. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not talking like after 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. I'm talking after like 11, 12, 13. You're celebrating as if this is your first time there. It's kind of crazy. So, there's a lot of questions in that. Number one, is this good or bad? Is this sportsmanlike at all? What does this mean for the women's national team moving forward? How are they going to react to becoming now, essentially, the villains? Like, there's a lot of... Okay, so let's start with the sportsmanship thing. I'm torn between one of two things. I don't mind they scored 13 goals. I'm like, you know what? It's par- it's, that's, it's a, yeah. That's sports. Yeah. If you're not good enough, then I'm sorry, but we're not going to take our foot off the pedal because that almost shows more disrespect to Thailand. If we're like, oh, yeah, you guys suck. We'll take it easy on you. That's fucking disrespectful. You know? Like, yeah. In my opinion, granted. But, like, if you slow up, that's bad on you. Now, celebrating after, like, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 goals, like, that's kind of shitty. That's a little shitty. I understand why. I'm not mad at it at all. Yeah. But, like, I can see why other people are really upset about this. I like it. I think it puts in the back of every other team's mind, fuck, these guys are tough. They don't stop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I like I like that they celebrated Maybe not as much. Like, I wish they maybe would have taken just a down, like, just a notch or two. On a scale of 1 to 10, how excessive were the celebrations? I mean, they were all choreographed. They were choreographed. Yeah, like, they all knew what, they practiced these things. Wow. You know what I'm saying? The same ones, like, over and over? No, different ones. Different ones? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't think it's, I don't think it's unsportsmanlike at all. I, it, sports, I mean, like you said, it's. Why should we have to play down to your level just because you're not right. good enough? Right. Like, that's... Right. That kind of reminds me of, like, a... Um, but it's wh- more the celebrating, less the goal scoring. That's the problem. I Well, I didn't see it, so, I, I mean... It's, okay, let me... If ha- you're going to celebrate after every goal, that's soccer. Isn't that, like... But not everybody celebrates to the extent that they celebrated. I mean, you can kind of calmly get your team together, all hug, all high-five, and then go back. To the starting line. I'd have to see it first, but right now, not seeing it, I don't have a problem with it. Fair enough. I, Because, I, I mean, it can be pretty fucking demoralizing. Like, if you think about it, you're down. Like, you're, you have no chance of winning, right? Hypothetically speaking, you have no chance of winning. And then the other team is just, like, celebrating everything. That can be pretty demoralizing for a team. It can be, but... You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's part, but, of, it's yeah. part of it. Yeah, no, I know it. I know it. 
I just wish at some point it loses a little bit of class. Act like you've been there before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In my opinion, yeah. You won the World Cup the last time. Act like you've been there before. You knew you were going to win. You knew you were going to win after like the third goal. <laughs> Three to zero is a pretty fucking dominating win. It is. And you got ten more on top of that. Like that's intense. You know what I'm saying? So that's my thing. Act like a little bit like you've been there before. If For you a thirteen and zero score, like how often did they? How often did they score? Was it like every two minutes? Do we know? Well, let's do some just very basic math. So let's assume that they only played 90 minutes, right? So 90, 13. So that's every about every seven minutes or so. Every seven minutes? Yeah. Okay. About every seven minutes they scored. Yeah. Again, that's without stoppage time because I don't know how much stoppage time they played. But Celebrations, I don't have a problem with it. I mean, I, okay, yes, you lose class after a while, act like you've been there before, all that. Celebrating is kind of part of it as well. I mean, it's just. Let me ask you this. Let's say that the Warriors celebrated. Okay, let's say the Warriors are playing the Spurs in the NBA Finals. Of course. Yeah. Say the Warriors are playing the Spurs in the NBA Finals. And after the first quarter, the score is like 50 to 3. Okay, that's unrealistic, but okay. Okay. Let's say after the first half, the score is like 70 to 30. Okay. That's more realistic. And it's also a fucking blowout. Mm-hmm. You're up by 50 points. Yeah. No. 40 points. Whatever. Math. Yeah. So you're up by a lot. You know you're not going to win. Right. Chances aren't good, but nothing. it's not impossible. Okay. Jesus Christ. Let's say okay. Yes, you're not. You're not okay. going to win. You're down by forty points at halftime. You're not going to win. Okay. You're not going to win. Okay. Okay. Let's say that every time that from then on, let's say every time that the Warriors shot and made it, they celebrated. Every shot they did the whole three point tuck. They did the fucking three ball vision. They fucking chest bumped, high fived everybody. Drake came out and started fucking high fiving everyone. <laughs> Right? He came onto the floor to fucking high-five. They put Drake in for a celebrity shot against you because fuck you, that's why. Right? Would you be irritated? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Yeah. So now let's say you're Thailand. Yeah. And you're getting beat 13-0 to zero and they're still celebrating. Yeah. How does that look? It doesn't look good. Right? But it's also, it's also like you want to make yourself known. They're already known. The women's national team, the U.S. women's national team, is the best in the world. We've been number one for a long time. This is what we do. Yeah. <laughs> this is our claim to fame. Men's yeah. national team, <laughs> yeah. women's national team, gods. Gods. They're known. <laughs> they had a target on their back going into this bitch in the first place. Now that target just multiplied by like 14. Yeah. Like it's, it's not. Doesn't look good. It makes them the bad guy. It very quickly made them the bad guy. And I'm not so sure if I want my soccer team to be the bad guy. I don't want I don't think I want any of my teams to be the bad guy that wins. Nah. Nah. You know what I'm saying? But I think that's more of a personal thing. It didn't feel good. Like I stopped watching. After goal four, five. After goal five, I stopped watching. Yeah. Because they just kept celebrating, they kept scoring. I was like, this isn't fun. <laughs> I'm like, I feel bad for those guys. That sucks. Yeah. I'm like this, I know who's gonna win. There's no point in watching. Yeah. 
Is Thailand just that bad? I think Thailand a little bit is that bad, but I think the U.S. is also just that good. That good? Yeah. So it's kind of just an unfair matchup? Yeah. Literally, I think it was just... An unfair matchup. Yeah. Yeah. It's the number one in the world versus like, you know, oh, fuck, we just made it in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, the U.S. is a fucking powerhouse. And you know what sucks about... Or not, I guess it doesn't suck. It's actually great for the women's national team, but sucks for everybody else. Most of our bench players could be starters and stars anywhere else they went. If they played for any other team, they'd not only be the starter, but they'd be the star of a team. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you know you're good. Yeah. If your bench players are better than most other countries' starting lineups, yeah. you guys are probably pretty good. Like, we put in a bunch of, like, fuck all nobodies. Not fuck all nobodies, but we put in the B team when we played against Chile. <laughs> <laughs> Literally put on the B team. We're just like, yeah, we'll just let other guys get a shot. Like, we'll rest everybody and... We did the same for fucking Sweden. We didn't start all of our great players for Sweden either. No. And they're good. They're the ones who beat us in the uh, Olympics a couple years ago. The one that we had such a fucking hard time with in Rio. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sweden and the U.S. always are a fucking fight. And then we ended up winning like two zip, three zip, something mm. like that. I don't know. Anyway. I don't know. I just think it makes them the bad guy. And I don't think they want to be the bad guy. Probably not. I think they need to make somebody else the bad I guy. Need to watch this, so I need to watch these celebrations. I, I yeah, just go on and take a look. Yeah, we can talk about it next week again. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like it's kind of rowdy. Anyway. Like after every goal, yeah, every goal, one through thirteen. <laughs> All right, yeah. All right, so let's move on a little bit. Talking about uh, players who play all over the place, including soccer players who play all over the fucking place. The Tampa Bay Rays have been given permission by the Major League Baseball offices to explore playing in two separate cities. Tampa Bay and, drumroll please, Montreal. Montreal. Well, I was going to, I did a, <laughs> I did an air drumroll. Yeah, Let I, me do like, an actual, I don't know what happened. Let me do an actual okay. drumroll. Montreal. <laughs> Thank I know I told you last night that this is not dumb, and I wouldn't use the word dumb, but literally right now as you were reading it, I was like, this is dumb. Thank you. Like, this is dumb. It's kind of dumb. It's kind of dumb. It's kind of dumb. It's kind of desperate. Yeah. It's kind of a reach. It's kind of like, oh, fuck. It doesn't make any sense. I don't understand it. Like, what is the possible long-term goal for this? There's no possible. I I don't see You're going to put more strain on your players. You're going to put more strain on every other team in the majors. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. It's just, no. Like, why? Why do you want to play in Canada? Because there used to be a team there. There still is a team there. Montreal. But I said Canada. Yeah, you did. Who wants, like, no. <laughs> they don't play there for a reason. <laughs> like, that's why there's no team in Washington anymore. Not D.C., but the state. Yeah. Like, it just, it, I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. Doesn't at all, no. Like, I, I'm i waiting for the next Red McCombs, like I told you last night, yeah. to buck up and say, Bring him here. What the fuck is it going to take? How much yeah. money do we need? How many corporate sponsors do we need? USAA, HEB, whoever the hell else. Right. Some, fucking somebody. I mean, seriously. If Tampa Bay does not want a baseball team, or if they truly do not care about baseball... Bring them over here. Fucking move them to some place that does care about baseball, because they're actually pretty good. Right. You know? not They're not a bad baseball team. They're actually competing. But historically, they haven't been great. Well, 
they've made it to the playoffs. It's not like they haven't missed the playoffs for every single season of their existence. Yeah, but by that measure, the Rangers are a pretty good team, and we're not. Right now, well, we're surprising. I wouldn't say we're No, I'm saying overall, though. We've never won a championship. Yeah, that's true. Like, you know, how many pennants do we truly have? That goes into play with with the, the pyramid thing you sent me the other day. Yeah, I didn't get that one at first. It's a pyramid scheme. I thought there was something deeper to it. I was like, is it what? Like, what, what? It's a pyramid. Yeah, but I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair enough. It is indeed. Uh, I, but anyways, as you're saying. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay. I I mean, I don't get, I, I, I really don't get why people in, in Tampa Bay don't like baseball. Like, or it, like, it, I don't know if this shows like they just truly don't care. Because I know there are some season ticket holders in Tampa Bay. There's got to be. Like, I don't get it at all. Like, I like I think it's desperate because they don't have enough attendance. And they've always historically had pretty bad attendance. Yeah. But, like, the Tampa Bay Lightning have good attendance. They've yeah. won a championship. They're a good team. The Buccaneers are still a thing. Yeah, they're still there. I mean, but that I mean that's because football reigns. Yeah. So I mean, if it's really a thing where people really don't care about baseball in Tampa Bay, then fucking move them. Like, it. I don't get it. Like I okay, I get it. Like it's there's a lot of obstacles. There's a lot of things to put in place. There's you know there's money to be involved with. You know if they're going to there's really not that much though. At the same time, he's mostly got to have a stadium wherever you're trying to go. That's true. Yeah. Well, that costs money. I mean, right? But I mean, as far as a baseball team is concerned, how much money do they make? You know what I'm saying? Like, well, these teams make a lot of money. Yeah, they do. But on top of that, so if you like, uh, Jason Minix mentioned this on the Blitz yesterday. Um, if you when you move a baseball team here, you you not only have to build a stadium, but you have to also get rights to a TV deal. Because mm-hmm. if you play and you're not on TV, then well, you're not making that much money. Mm-hmm. So that kind of you know. Rangers already have Fox Sports Southwest. Astros have Root Root Sports, which is I think AT and T, a part of AT and T. So, like, are you gonna like create your own deal? Like, or, like, very well could. Who else are you gonna go get? You know, it's like you get all the local channels though, because baseball is a local game. It is. Yeah, you get all the local channels. They could easily get like Channel Thirty Five or something like that. Right. Like you can find. Yeah. So you're not on Fox Sports Southwest, okay? But you're on fucking you know WGN. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're on fucking the CW. Yeah. You're on Fox News. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, they whatever. Could, they could get it done. Yeah, because, I mean, fuck, the, if the AAF could get a deal done for San Antonio... Yeah. I'm sure... With a, CBS Sports, too, Yeah, man. I'm pretty sure a national f- baseball team... Yeah. ...could find a deal somewhere in town. You know what I'm saying? How soon do you think it happens? If and when it does happen, how soon? That's a great question. I don't know. I don't know how long it would take for them to get everything set up in Montreal. Does Montreal already have a stadium? I would imagine they still would have if they're something. In the car, if they're like the first option right now, they have to have a stadium. I would imagine so. And it would have to be a dome stadium, I imagine right? it'd be the ones that the Expos probably played in. If it's still open, right? I would imagine that it would be. I don't see why it wouldn't. Let me see. Let's see. Entertain the people for a minute. For a minute. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> I don't know. I just have this weird notion that them leaving is not going to help them at all. Because what does leaving accomplish? Potential more fans? But, I mean, if you're only getting casual fans now, what the fuck do you expect when you go somewhere else? You know? Like, loyalty is something that you have to build. 
And if you haven't built it, why would you straddle two cities as opposed to just commit to one? If you're only going to get half in one and half in another, like, is, is, are they really thinking they're going to get that much money from moving to Montreal to make it worth it? Is it a tax thing? <laughs> there is three stadiums currently. Gary Carter Stadium, Olympic Stadium, and Jerry Par- Jerry Park Stadium. Um, is that? Oh, I think that's a mock-up of a new stadium. Hmm. Um. Anyway. So, yeah, I'm imagining where they have to go, they have to have a stadium. They're probably going to have to get the stadium up to MLB standards. They're going to have to hire all these folks to be in the stadium. It adds jobs. Get a grounds crew. It adds jobs. In Canada. Boost the market. In Canada. (laughs) Well, if Montreal doesn't work out, if they come here, or if they literally go anywhere else in, in the States. Where would you go in the States? Portland. You think they have the weather for it? Yeah. I mean, Seattle does. Yeah. Portland would be good. Sacramento? I wouldn't think that's going to draw too many fans. Plus, you already have like eight baseball teams in California. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Let me think. Um, I I don't want to say Texas. I wouldn't say Denver because you already have the Rockies. Yeah, you already have a team there. Um... Nashville? You already have the Minnesota Twins. Tennessee? Yeah. Tennessee, maybe. I could see Tennessee being one. North Carolina, maybe. The Carolinas? Like Riley. Raleigh. Do they have anything over there yet? I don't think they do. Uh, Charlotte. Charlotte Hornets. No, I'm talking about baseball. Oh, base. no. I think they have minor league teams over there. I think, yeah, yeah, that'd be a good place to go, somewhere in the Carolinas. Yeah. Because then you're also not too far away from where you were already. So you can kind of stay in that same right. division. And Florida still has baseball. They have the Marlins. So it's not like they're losing out. You you just said that how does it help a team moving when you don't have an established fan base already? So how would you know that? No, no, no. I'm saying if you don't have an established fan base where you're from, like... To straddle two cities doesn't make sense. Oh, no. Not at all. Sorry, that's what I meant more by that. Like, if you don't have one there, like, what makes you think you're going to have one if you're straddling two? Gotcha. Because now you're going to half the time over there and half the time over here. Yeah, gotcha. Like, you're not going to build one up over there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if you can't build one fully up here, then just move entirely. The only thing that worries me about moving a team here is we've tried the big league weekend with the Rangers and the Astros playing in the Alamo Dome. Granted, that was the Alamo Dome. It's not built for baseball. Right. And But those turnouts weren't that great. So that's the only thing that scares me. And granted, it was exhibition baseball. It's not like it was... I was like, that's another big one, too. You know, it was people, you know... Right. People care, but at the same time, it's like exhibition baseball. Right. So it's not like... Like my family went. I had family members that go to that every time it comes down here. Yeah? Yeah. I'm Like, I was kind of disappointed that they had to stop doing that because... But if we started doing that more often, then we would start getting people from around San Antonio. We would start getting people from Austin because it's closer. San Marcos, New Braunfels. Right. Shirts, Zibolo, Kyle, Buda. Right. You know, think everything, you know, a little bit north, everything a little bit south, maybe even all the way down to like... Potentially down to like Del Rio, Uvalde. 
Yeah. They don't have to drive to Houston. They can just drive to San Antonio. You get the surrounding areas. Right. Yeah. So I think that with the longer that you played here, you would start to build up fans from easily further out places. Easily. You know what I'm saying? And I've always said this. I think I think San Antonio could support a baseball team. I think they could probably do better than Tampa Bay. Oh, obviously. Uh, yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. If not at least equal to. I don't think we'd be worse than. No, there's no way it could be worse. You know what I'm saying? There's no way it could be worse. Right. Yeah. It's just a matter of somebody pining up for a stadium and, right. you know. And get, where would we put it, too? Downtown? You have to get I, rid of some shit. You have to get rid of some shit. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be tough. I went to Fiesta, Texas one time with my with my, with my my parents and Lauren, and while we were riding one of the rides, I was just kind of, what's the what's the circle thing that goes up and down? Carousel, it's not. Man, I haven't been there in a hot minute. Okay. <laughs> but I, I was like, we were on the ride and it was going slow, and I was just looking around. Fiesta, Texas is in a fucking, it, you know, a quarry. Right. And I was like, I just, I just, I was thinking out loud. I was like, if Fiesta, Texas wasn't here, this would be a great place for a baseball stadium. <laughs> and then <laughs> Lauren just looks at me and she's like, are you serious? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yes, babe. Okay. They could build it out by a Toyota. They could. Yeah. It's way out there, but hey, it's, if you got the land. And it's probably cheaper, too. Yeah. Yeah. By Toyota Field out I there? grew up down there. Not not way down there, but I grew up on the right. south side, yeah. I mean, that's not a bad option. You probably have. You probably do have a lot of real estate out there because, yeah. because it's not developing as much as other parts of the city. Exactly. You know? Yeah, it's not a bad plan. And you could then always get the Toyota sponsorships. Yes. Because you're literally right the fuck next you're to it. right there, yeah. That'd be interesting. That'd be very interesting. Ron Nuremberg, let's get on it, dude. Right? Fucking chip-chop. Pitter-patter. Let's get on it. <laughs> All right, moving on a little bit. Let's talk about some more baseball, but let's talk about some kiddos playing baseball. College World Series. How you doing? Good. I'm excited. Yeah. Texas Tech is playing Michigan Texas Tech is 2-1-1. Michigan is 2-0. If Michigan wins this game, they will move on to the College World Series. If Texas Tech wins this game, they move on to a tiebreaker between Michigan and Texas Tech, which they will play, to see who goes on to the College World Series. Same with Vanderbilt and Louisville. Louisville has lost one. Vandy is 2-0. If Louisville wins that first game, they will play a tiebreaker to see who goes to the College World Series. Who do you think has gone? Texas Tech. Texas Tech and... Well, Texas Tech is playing Michigan, right? Correct. Yeah, man. Because Michigan has been tough. Yeah. And their pitching is lining up better to play in this game. They have a, And then they have three days of rest. Like, yeah. They have a huge advantage right now. I'm not a Texas Tech fan. I just, it'd be cool to see a Texas Tech team win it. Mm-hmm, same. So. I would like to see Texas Tech make it. I think Michigan will. Yeah, same. But I would very much like to see Texas Tech win it all. Or losing the championship. That'd be very cool. Just break everybody's hearts again. Uh, Louisville and Vanderbilt. Who do you got? Um, Probably Louisville. I got Vandy. Vandy? Their pitching has been set up. They're fucking killing it. Um, I think that Louisville's tired, man. I think that their luck last night might have been all that they have for this series. Now, granted, it wasn't necessarily luck, but yeah. they did take advantage of some late game bullpen issues. Um, I think that Louisville might take one of the two, but I do initially, th- or at least the first one, but I do think that Vanderbilt, with their pitching staff, with their rest, will end up winning. And I think it'll be Louisville versus 
Michigan. And I think Michigan's going to win it. Michigan's going to win it? Yeah. Best of three series, so they take it in two? I think. Yeah? I think. Maybe three. Okay. Maybe three. The semis are today, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Michigan and Texas. Michigan. Michigan. Michigan and Texas Tech play at one, and then Vandy and Louisville play at eight. So, I know you just said it, but I was busy grabbing stuff, but... So, Texas Tech and Michigan playing semis. But Texas Tech has already lost. They got to win twice. They got to win twice. To make it they got to beat Michigan series. twice. Correct. Gotcha. And Louisville has to beat Vanderbilt <laughs> twice. Oh, very so, hard to do. Yeah. Um, which is why I think that they'll take that one initially. Was that me or you? I think that was you. Yeah? Wasn't me. Okay. I don't know. Um... But, yeah, so I got Vandy in there. I got Michigan in there. I think Michigan will end up winning the College World Series, which will be very interesting to see because I think they'll be the first time that the Big, 12, or the Big Ten has won in a very long time. Yeah. But they used to be the powerhouse. That's where baseball used to be played was in the Big Ten. Mm. That was, like, the thing. But with the rise of sports in the South and being as that we can play 24-7, that really helps out a lot. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that ends up going. We'll talk about that next week. Anyways, anyway. speaking of the last couple of weeks since we've taken off, what's your favorite thing that's happened over the past couple of weeks? I saw uh, I saw a thing with last night with Albert Pujols. Albert Pujols, I forgot. I, I don't know if it was in St. Louis or not in St. Louis, but he, he it was made a big deal because he was returning to St. Louis. For the first time and not yeah. a Cardinals uniform. Yeah. Uh-huh. But he gave, um, so there was, a, there was a, a fan there with Down syndrome, a little kid with Down syndrome. And comes over. I don't know if he knew him personally or not knew him personally, but I don't know if he like right. if it was knew set, of him or what was happening. Yeah, or. it was set up at all. But um, so somebody escorted the kid down to the right down to the railing. Albert Pujols comes over, takes the jersey off his back, signs the jersey, and gave it to him. Nice. Gives, gives, that's yeah. Nice favorite thing. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> my favorite thing was I was watching the Stanley uh, Stanley Cup Finals. And I was watching a player get checked into the boards, and I believe it was a Boston Bruins player who got checked on the boards, and he got hit hard. Like, this was not an easy push, and, you know, this was like a fuck you yeah. push into the boards. Yeah. And uh, it was a pretty rowdy pretty rowdy hit. But uh, they were playing it in slow motion just to kind of see what kind of hit that he took when he, went, when he went into the side there. And there was this dad and this kid. They were, like, rinkside, and the dad was, like, waving, like, bye, like, good night. You know, just like, you know, tell him to go away. And the little kid was sitting right next to him, just full finger, just flicking him off. Just like, fuck you. And you can see him mouthing. <laughs> and he's just like, fuck you. He's like five, six, seven, just sitting there. Just all. Oh. And I was like, that's amazing. <laughs> Hockey runs deep. <laughs> this is so great. Yeah. That was my favorite thing from the week. Nice. Maybe we should start making that a constant. Do our favorite thing from the week. I am down, dude. I like that. Hey, real quick. Let's uh, mention our friends over at Baseballism. Uh, baseballism is an all baseball related apparel and clothing company for baseball people. If you love baseball like we do, or even just like it, if you watch it occasionally, you know, you're or don't like it and just like the gear. Yeah, that too. Um, did you ever buy that shirt? Which one? That a kid? That a kid? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, but I'm gonna. Same. I've been wanting to buy a shirt for past couple of weeks, and I just can't bring myself to do it. I know. It's, it's so damn cheap. Yeah, I'll get it though. Yeah, but while you're there, at baseballism.com. Check uh, um, check out all they have, and while you're there uh, at the checkout line, use our coupon code AA Sports AA. It's our initials S P O R T S for a fifteen percent discount off your first order. And if you're not ready to order just yet, like we are, <laughs> you can save it. You can save it. 
put in the cart. Yep. And then Come go back fo- to it. Go follow them on their socials. Very active on Instagram and Twitter. True. With new releases pretty much every week. They had they just released uh, some new shirts. Um, they just uh, they had a rise and grind one that they had out a red one and they just released oh, yeah. they just released it in gray with red littering so that was pretty cool. Nice. They have that out of kids shirt. Yeah. They have a believe in baseball shirt which I will buy eventually. I will buy it because I do believe in baseball. Yeah. So. <laughs> Neat. Neat. <laughs> Start bench cuts. Let's do it, man. We got a few. Oh, got I totally a few. forgot about that. We got a All few right, minutes. Start bench cut. Um, Tyler, where you been, man? I know we need some start bench cuts. Okay, start bench cut. Let's go with uh, Tua Tagovailoa, Lawrence out of Clemson, Clemson, or uh, let's go with Jalen Hurts at Oklahoma. Oh man. So Jalen Hurts, Tua Vailoa, or Lawrence? Damn. I'm going to start Tua, bench Lawrence, cut Hurts. So I would do the same, but I would flip Lawrence and Tua. Okay. I'd start Lawrence, yeah. bench Tua, okay. cut Hurts. Okay. Even though I like Jalen Hurts a lot. Yeah. But I don't know why. I just think. Tongue is a better quarterback, even though he's left-handed, which freaks me out. Mm-hmm. But because lefties are the devil's work. But Dak Prescott, snap back at you. We're gonna talk about this next week okay. in a totally different context. But Dak okay. Prescott, Zeke Elliott, Amari Cooper, start bench cut. Yeah, those guys need to get paid. We'll talk about it next week. But anyways. Start Cooper, bench Dak, cut Zeke. Start Cooper, mm-hmm. bench D- Zach or Dak? Dak. Cut Zeke? Mm-hmm. Okay. I can ride with that. Mm, let me think. Uh, Mike Miner. <laughs> Let's see. Mike Cy, Miner. Cy Young candidate. Cy Young candidate, Mike Miner. <laughs> Who told you that? Not to call them out, but. Uh, no, it was on the radio. Oh, it was on the radio? Yeah. Okay. I was listening to somebody. Okay. Uh, Mike Miner. Nothing against you, Mike. You're no. not listening to this. No. Th- thank you for doing what you're doing this year. You're saving our season pretty much. Yep. Let's see. Mike Miner. Um, let's go with somebody like uh, Max Scherzer oh, and fuck. Tyler Glass now, even injured. Not injured, but healthy. So Glass now. I don't know who that dude is. Okay, you want to talk like Tampa Bay's the bee's fucking knees, and you don't even know who the reason <laughs> that they're the bee's fucking knees. Okay, he pitches for the race. Yes, and he's a fucking Cy Young candidate. Oh, is he? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, maybe. Okay. He's good enough to be. He's good enough to be. Yeah. So Miner, Scherzer, and Glass. No, now. we'll do somebody that you know. Uh, Mad Bum. Mad Bum. Mad Bum isn't who he used to be. No, he's not. But uh, he's gonna help somebody though. He's gonna help somebody. He's gonna be. A th- I want the Rangers to pick him up. Fuck it. I wouldn't be mad at it. I wouldn't be mad at it. We Give need. A, we need a three or fourth guy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, that's what I'm saying. That Sorry, could, I bet that could get us over a pretty good hump. You're not a number one guy anymore, no, buddy. But you're not you even could be a number a sweet number four. You're not even a number two. You might not even be number three. You I'm know, like, you might be three on some bullpen. Did you see? But, did you see he got pissed at Max Muncy for yeah. the ball out of the park? Yeah, go get it out of the water then. If you're dude, only looking at it, which dude. doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but like I get the intent. I get the intent. Like he, you know, you're obviously not happy. You gave up a fucking monster blast that literally went straight into the water, and like 
even a few feet into the water, like deep. Oh, I totally forgot about this. Just random update. Uh, the Africa Cup of Nations has actually kind of come up uh, here pretty soon. Uh, they've actually expanded to 24 teams, which is exciting because now they're going to have uh, more names. Mohamed Salah, uh, Sadio Mane. Uh, the African Cup of Nations is going to be really fucking dope this year. Awesome. But continue. I'm sorry. Okay. I just forgot that that popped up. So Mad Bum, Scherzer, Minor. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start Scherzer. Fuck. <laughs> Right now, right now, I got to cut Mad Bum, but Rangers would not be mad if you wanted to pick him up because right. he'd be a great fourth guy. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I would do about the same. I'd start Scherzer, bench Miner, cut Mad Bum. Actually, you know what? I actually might even start Miner and bench Scherzer and yeah. cut Mad Bum. It's, it's, a, that's it's kind a, of back and forth right uh, now. That's a tough flip for me. Yeah, especially because Scherzer has a broken nose right now. So Does know. he? Yeah, he broke his nose. Practicing bunting. <laughs> Serious? Yeah. Oh, wow. Cracks me up. I'm like, they don't bunt anyways. <laughs> Stop practicing that. But anyway. Side side, side note. Do you think Rangers, not go all in, but do you think Rangers kind of like look at the wild card picture right now and be like, we can do it. We fucking need a fourth guy. No. No? No. You don't think Next so? year. Next year, maybe. Oh, man. I wish they would do it this year and extend it over into next year, but I don't see that happening. All right, what you got next? Um, Shiner. Shiner. Court. <laughs> that wasn't. That was easy. That was easy. Star Shiner, Ben Shiner, cut everything else. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, what you got? You had Shiner's, Coors, and what? Oh, uh, man. I was trying to think of something. I was dose. Dose? Yeah. Okay. I would have to go... Don't don't give me this. What are you doing? What am I doing? Ninety you, shilling. Am I at a concert? What am I doing? You're fucking drinking beer. Probably Shiner. Probably Shiner. Yeah, okay. but that's not what I. If I could, I would drink ninety shilling all day, every day. Ninety shilling. Mm-hmm. What is it? It's a beer from Odell's in Colorado. Okay. Fucking dupe. I can only find the IPAs down here, which are good, but like. <laughs> we went to Rockport this past weekend for uh, uh, my nephew's birthday, and Rock ordered a beer at some pizza place. It's actually pretty good. Don't know, uh, don't know where it was or what it, what it was from. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty. I have to get that for him later. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. But ninety shilling was the fucking bee's knees. All right, you got anything else? Hamburgers, hot dogs, wings, wings, burgers, hot dogs, wings, burgers, hot dogs. Yeah, I'd probably the same. Yeah, it, it'd be a tough flip for me between hot dogs and ham- or, sorry, hamburgers and wings. But I'd probably do the same. Yeah, I I I like hot dogs, but I can do without. Them. Yeah. Okay, here's a stupid one. Adidas, Nike, or Under Armour? Did you say Adidas? Yes, because that's how it's pronounced. Okay. It's a German company, and it's pronounced Adidas. <laughs> okay. What were the three again? Sorry. Adidas, Nike, Under Armour. Oh. Nike all day, every day. I'm going to probably... I've worn Adidas, so I'm going to probably bench it and then... I've never, I just, I, I don't know why. I've just never been a fan of Under Armour. I like Under Armour's like, uh, like their sleeves or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, I would go, uh, probably, I would do this Nike Under Armour. Nike Under Armour? Uh-huh. Start, uh, start. Where is uh, New Balance in the rotation for you? 
Oh, I do love New Balance, though. Oh, I yeah. really do. Yeah. I really do. But I'm thinking gear, too, not just yeah. shoes. Yeah. But, yeah, I'd go Adidas. That didn't even feel right saying it that way. <laughs> felt weird saying felt it. Weird. Felt weird in my mouth. Is your German roots. Yeah. Well, that's how my Nana taught me to say it. So that's yeah. what I say. It's yeah, Adidas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just easier. Yeah. Because technically, it's even how it... But anyway, it doesn't matter. That's all I got. Yeah, that's all I got for you. Cool. All right, y'all. We'll catch you next week. Be good to animals. Be good to yourself. Be good to other people. Don't text and drive and don't drink and drive. Don't do anything I would do. Catch you guys next week. Peace. Later. Baseballism is a lifestyle apparel brand inspired by America's pastime, specializing in premium apparel and glove and leather accessories for men, women, and children. Visit Baseballism.com and use coupon code AASports for a 15% discount on your next order. Not ready to order today? Follow Baseballism on Instagram to stay connected. Baseballism is America's brand.